Hello everyone, welcome back to I Bought a Mic, I'm Becky. Uh, this is the third episode now, where I talk about my albinism, mental health, and life, just for myself, to be honest, because the more I've been thinking about this podcast, the more I've been thinking that I'm more doing it just for my own personal confidence levels, because it is helping my confidence, to be honest. Um, as I said in the be- the first one, I think I may have social anxiety, so I'm kind of hoping that this helps my social anxiety, and so far I think it is helping a bit, so yeah, I thought if, if just talking about myself, uh, to myself, helps with my anxiety, then why don't I do it? I don't really care if no one's really listening, but if you are, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I know I just said I don't really care, but I really appreciate it. But I do really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much if you are listening to this, or if you're listening to this like years later. And yeah, thank you so much. So this time I kind of think about what I want to talk about on the Saturday. Basically, like what I do is I think about what I want to talk about on Saturday and write notes down. Then I do like a practice run through on Sunday where I just talk to myself. And then Monday morning, which it is now, I record it. And then Wednesday I edit it. And then Friday I post it. Or I try to do that anyway. So I actually forgot <coughs> to come up with anything on Saturday. So I had to do this quickly yesterday. <laughs> and yeah, we were kind of out all day yesterday. So it was a bit awkward. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I decided I'd talk about a bit more in depth about my school life. Which, when I wrote this down yesterday and did the run through, I actually talked for quite a long time about just a few of the points. That probably won't happen today because it never works like that. But I shouldn't get through all the points today and I can talk about it another day. So I'm just going to go straight into it. But before I do, I just want to say I do have an Instagram account called I Bought a Mic. I have posted two things on there and have no followers. But I don't really mind. I just more, it will look a bit weird if I post loads of things and then no one follows me. And then someone goes to follow me and they're like, wow, she's posted like 10 things. And she hasn't got any followers. Not that I mind. I'm not. I don't. You don't have to follow me or anything. But it would be nice if you could just follow me. That'd be great. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> you don't have to. But let's talk about school. So when I was, I don't know, really young, I went to a preschool. I don't really remember much of preschool. So I, I mean. My earliest memory in life is going to the cinema to watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory 2005. And I don't really remember anything before that, so it was an impactful movie. Okay, it was a great movie. Anyway, by the way, I watched that last week and it was great. Also, it was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory Day last week because it was the 1st of February and it was a Tuesday, so it was even better. But anyway, I've really gone off track. So I don't really remember much of preschool, but in primary school, I think they knew I couldn't see very well. But they didn't exactly do too much to help, which was a bit annoying. Um, because, as I said in my other one, I wasn't statemented until like year three. So 
I didn't get any help until year three. The school, I look, I'm not trying to badmouth my primary school or anything, but I feel like what they did was they kind of were like, well, she hasn't got any like official things saying she needs help, so we're just not going to help her. <laughs> Thanks, primary school. I couldn't see the board. I was always sat like in the middle of the class, like in the middle of the group. Now, well, now I don't go to school anymore. But when I was like at high school and stuff, I'd always sit at the front of the room, for example. And it's just... I don't know it was very awkward so <laughs> I couldn't actually see what I was doing most of the time in primary school so when I got my statement in about year three and again I talked more in depth about the process when I was in my other episode so go listen to that um it's called cleft because I kind of went off on a um tangent talking about <laughs> getting a statement I don't know why that didn't really link but I don't know so in primary school I got my statement and after that they kind of started okay so in my statement it says what I need to have to be able to access like work and stuff one of the things it said was certain font size for my work not being able to see and everything you know it helps having things a good size so the size it said then was everything at size font like font size 48 or 36 which is massive by the way if you've ever seen anything in like size 38 38 48 or 36 it's huge um that was after an assessment with my vi teacher and um, that's one of the things they do other than just coming into class and making sure they're doing stuff they do like regular little eye tests it's not like an official eye test or anything but it, it's close enough i guess really it's not it's not that bad. I guess they're licensed to do it. I don't know. I just kind of went with it. So <laughs> they said that he said that I needed to have size forty eight or thirty six, black on white, whatever. You know, it was all the official stuff. And he said it preferably in aerial bold. That is not what I prefer now, to be honest. I'm down to size twenty two, which is good. Um, I guess. But if I read too much in size twenty two, my eyes are a bit like, oh, please no. And that's not to say my eyes have got better or anything. It's more... I don't know. It's, I think in primary school, I was harder to test. Okay, And I think he thought that I'd need it bigger than I actually did. Also, I know this sounds kind of bad. But the worse it is and the more help you need, the more likely you are to get it. And that's just the sad reality, to be honest. You know, if I needed, oh, just size 18, I might not have got a statement. You know, and they might have been like, oh, no, you're actually okay. So it, it it also helped me get a statement having it worse. So, you know, I needed the statement for other things, but just saying, oh, she needs an NSA to help prepare work doesn't automatically get you on. You know, you need to kind of um, butter them up a little bit with a bit worse information. I don't know. I don't know if it works like that anymore, but it definitely did when I was younger. Um, yeah, so what they would do in primary school is we'd have these like spelling sheets I remember what they look like, but I can't really describe what they look like. They'd have a word, and then they'd have other letters, and you'd have to make all those... You'd have to write all those words down. Oh, no, I wouldn't know what it was. Sorry. They'd have, um, like, an end of a word, like ED, or SH, or TH, or, like, a beginning of a word, or, uh, or DE, or ED, or whatever. And then you'd have to write as many words with those kind of things in and then some of them would be in your spelling test that week and 
I hated doing those anyway. I wasn't a big fan of like English. But um, when I was in primary school, we had to do them. They just kind of, <laughs> I say blew the work up. Now, <laughs> if you don't know what that means, I, I always called it that. I don't think anyone else really does. It basically means enlarging it to A3, which from an A4 piece of paper to an A3 piece of paper, it doesn't change the font size that much at all. It definitely doesn't make it 36 or 48. So it barely makes it about 18, maybe more like 16 or something. I don't know. It depends what it is beforehand. But it didn't really change it enough for me to actually be able to see it. And me and my mum have been going back and forth with all my schools since I got my statement till I finished school. They never got it right. And it was quite frustrating. <laughs> it was about 10 years <laughs> that they just didn't. They just didn't do it. And it was really annoying because I'm not trying to complain at teachers and everything because I know they have like a lot of work to do and they're quite busy and you know I'm not trying to do that but it's like I'm st I'm one of your students you know <laughs> care about me please and they wouldn't be that apologetic in primary school in high school I'd usually get oh I'm sorry Rebecca but in primary school they were just like here you go and that was kind of it and I was like oh that's not really helpful another thing is back when we learnt handwriting I did yellow writing I always call it that it's basically the teacher or the class helper because they weren't my LSA at the time they were the class helper because I didn't have a statement in like year one would do this was like the only bit of help they would give me they would uh, write out the words that they wanted me to write in like a yellow highlighter which looking back yellow highlighter is actually like quite hard to read so I don't think it was that helpful but then I'd write over it in like pencil or pen or whatever whatever I'd if I'd upgraded to pen yet I don't know I think I was on pencil for quite a long time because my handwriting was really bad because I couldn't really see um <laughs> I still can't but you know uh I'd write over it in pencil to get the like, letter shapes and stuff and that seemed to work quite well but that was probably the only accommodation that they'd really make for me before I had my statement it was it's, I don't know <laughs> I think that's all they really did but that's whatever that's in the past now another thing I want to talk about is my reading age my reading age is bad okay it's not bad now I would say my reading age is okay now now it's kind of, it was kind of embarrassing when my cousins were younger and they'd come home like to my granny's house and they'd be reading these books that I wouldn't be able to read and it was kind of embarrassing because my reading age was so low in I don't know if you've noticed this but this is something that I noticed even as a kid it's something that you don't really notice unless you're visually impaired, I guess. But just pay pay mind to this. When you're a kid, books have massive writing in. So I could read kids' books, like, 100%. Like, really kiddie books, like um, Dr. Seuss or Nick Sharrett books or something. You know, I could read those because they had big writing in. Um, or they were also quite bright or like Maisie books I still have Maisie books now <laughs> I, that. I never, I could never had the heart to get rid of them because they were some of the only books I could read but I remember being in school and they would kind of say okay so there's this charity uh, called Guide Dogs UK if you've heard of Guide Dogs UK you, if you follow any other kind of uh, visually impaired or blind influencer per se then you've probably heard of a uh, guide dogs uk i need to call them blind dogs <laughs> blind dogs uk that wouldn't be very helpful um but anyway they have something called customized books which are very helpful 
because it's customised, like customise, like customise, and custom eyes, like eyes. That's, that's pretty cool, I thought. I always thought that was a cool idea. Uh, in On there, basically, you can buy books that have been customised to your eyes. So on the RNIB, for example, you can buy books in Braille, you can get um, certain font sizes, not all of them, you know, you can just get large print, which is, I think, I don't know, don't quote me on it. I haven't actually checked. I probably should. Maybe I'll mention it next time. Um, you can get like audio books and something else. What else? I can't remember. Audio books, braille, and large print. Probably something else as well. But anyway, um, <laughs> oh, ebooks. You can get like an ebook, like a uh, yeah, like a PDF or something. But on customized, you can actually get them made for your eyes, which was so cool when I was a kid but there is one drawback of customised books is that you can't buy them when you've gone past the age of 25 because they're kids books and they have okay they have thousands of books but I'd still call it a limited range okay because they're all kids books so when I was younger my mum bought loads of like rolled doll books and which <laughs> thanks mum um, and I had the entire Harry Potter collection which I don't really like Harry Potter that much, but everyone else in the family had read it, so they were like, oh, you should read it too, you know, now you can, like, read it like us, and I still haven't read them, because I just don't care. <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm just not the biggest fan. But they take up a shelf and a half on my bookshelf, because they are not the same as ordinary books. Because they are so big, my Harry Potter books are written in a size 36, which is massive. You can get about 25 words on a page <laughs> um, they are split into different books so you have the first book is split into like six for example and they're like A4 size you know it's, it's pretty cool what they do but it is so big if you're going to buy them in a big font you need loads of room <laughs> I have to get an extra bookcase in my room just for these not really that's a bit of an exaggeration but I got an extra bookcase and the Harry Potter books are taking up a shelf and a half and that's like one of those billy bookcases from Ikea so you can know how big that is um yeah <laughs> I also so the rolled doll books I have in 36 as well so if you've ever read like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for example <laughs> not one of my favorite books to be honest but it is one of my favorite movies um the rolled doll book is actually split into three because it's in size 36 which is quite big I don't know. And I read that book in about a day, so it's quite a short book, but because it's in big writing, it's in about three books. And Great Glass Elevator is also in three as well. But then I got a bit older and I listened to some audiobooks and stuff, and I thought, I want this as a physical book. Because one of my biggest, <laughs> it's kind of sad, like being able to see the stars, one of my biggest, like, I wants is. Um, which I can see the stars now. That was amazing. I actually cried the first time I saw the stars. It's quite a big, it's quite an emotional moment. I've known other people to cry when they first see the stars. It is powerful. I'm just gonna say, I can't see constellations or anything, but I can see stars, and that's pretty cool. Now, when the lights right. But anyway, <laughs> I listened to audiobooks, and I heard one of my favourite books is. The well, one of my favourite book series is The Saga of Darren Shan, right? And I have The Saga of Darren Shan in large print, so that's pretty cool. It's not in size 36, it's in size 24, 22, I think. 
and yeah that's pretty cool um, if you've never read the saga of darren shan i would 100 percent recommend it it's so good it is like a ya series because obviously i got it off of customized so it's not going to be <laughs> like an adult book or anything but um ya is sometimes the best you know but i've digressed again and i forgot what i was going to say no okay so these customized books are the things you can customize you can change the font size you can change the fonts uh type so like if you want it in a certain font i think there's only a few to choose from like you can't go like i want it in wingdings <laughs> i don't think you could do that but maybe you could i don't know i don't think anyone could read wingdings but anyway um you can choose the line spacing if you want it double spaced or anything uh you can choose if you want it in bold or normal um you can choose the paper color so if you want it printed on yellow paper or pink paper if that's easier for you to read then you can have that choice and all for the same price as the ordinary book which is why it's amazing so you're not paying any more for it and for the privilege they just charge you i don't know like say the book in the shop is like five quid they just charge you five quid they're not gonna go oh we're gonna double it because we've actually got to do all this all this stuff to it they just charge you the same which is really cool actually i didn't really appreciate that as much when i was a kid because i didn't really care but anyway in school they'd always say like we'll order you some of these books in large print just tell us what ones you want and i was like i don't know what ones i want because i i don't know what i like i don't like reading so why <laughs> anyway <laughs> that was the librarian at my middle school and she goes to my church so that was really, really awkward uh, <laughs> she's all right um the what was i gonna say yeah so the school would offer to order them in but i didn't know what i liked see like an ordinary kid going into an ordinary library can pick a book up go oh this sounds good and read the beginning and go oh actually i don't like it and put it back i can't because the school's paid for my books specifically to be done so i have to read them whether i like it or not and it was too much pressure so i didn't ask for any books in particular i didn't go actually yeah i want one of them <laughs> because i was too stressed to do that um it was just a bit it was a bit much for me personally so i do have things like magnifiers and in primary school i was given a i don't know what it's called it was like on a stand and it had like a camera and it would connect to a monitor it was like one of those kind of magnifiers i had one of those but i and i could read with one of those i personally don't like them because i had to have a whole desk on my own which was a bit annoying um yeah and like it was one of those things like i used to get bullied in school but the kids would love to like play around with it which i wouldn't mind because i was like ah, anything to get them to like me <laughs> bit sad um and so i'd let them kind of sit there and like look at themselves in the camera or whatever and zoom in on their face because i didn't really care i thought it was funny but anyway in terms of reading i couldn't do too much of it at school it wasn't until after i finished school that i actually enjoy reading and I do, I know you can read on like a Kindle or whatever and enlarge it. But to me, something is just better about holding a physical book. And most books I do read on my phone. But I, if I really like a book, I'll get the like physical copy of it to have on my bookshelf because it looks nice and it's cool. Because I don't actually know if I finished what I was saying about one of my other dreams. One of my other dreams is to hold an ordinary book with ordinary font 
at like an ordinary arm's length kind of thing like in my lap and be able to read it like everyone else and that is one thing I know will never happen because that's just not going to happen and that's I've accepted that it's okay <laughs> but yeah so what else will I talk about for the next like 10 minutes I don't know <laughs> I also have I was also given a laptop magnifier thing a laptop at school and it had like a magnifier on it so the laptop was school's laptop I don't have it now it's not like my laptop or anything I wasn't allowed to take it home I was allowed to do work on it but I wasn't allowed to like take it home and stuff I only took it home once and I nearly broke it don't even ask I don't know what happened I, I think the plug broke like half of the plug came off in my plug terrifying and I was like oh geez the one time I take it home and this happens oh <laughs> great so I never took a laptop home again after that but yeah so the school paid for my laptop which was nice of them thank you I appreciate that and they also bought me they paid for me to have this program which my VI teacher really wanted me to use I don't use it now but you know uh, called zoom text and this is nothing against zoom text it is a good program I have got loads of cool features on there if you use zoom text congratulations it is expensive it's about 260 pounds per device i think i don't know i i kind of i i remember that being the price but i don't know and they kept trying to get me to use it because the school obviously bought it but i didn't really like it and so my friend actually showed me in high school the windows magnifier which is the free magnifier on windows which I've, i use now I, i've got it on right now on my laptop like i use it all the time it's perfect the windows magnifier and because zoom text would I don't know if there was other options on ZoomText, there probably was, but it would be like a screen magnifier, the whole thing would be magnified, and I didn't really like that. I liked having, being able to look at the screen and also have a magnified bit. So on the Windows magnifier, I've got the, I don't know what the option's called, but it's like a bar at the top of the screen, where there's the magnified bar and then the rest of the screen is like normal. So if you ever want to try the Windows magnifier, it's the Windows button and the plus button. So yeah and to get off of it windows and escape little shortcut keys you can also go in the settings but you know who needs settings when you've got shortcut keys but yeah i use that a lot and i remember my vi teacher didn't really like me using the windows magnifier this isn't because i'd bought zoom text he would always be like are you sure do you actually like that and i was like yeah <laughs> it's so much easier to use and i'd look at the main screen to kind of see where I was going because if I needed to click on a link I'd kind of go all right the links over there and then I'd move my magnifier to the right spot and he'd be like look at the magnifier look at the magnifier I'm like no I'm looking at the screen don't tell me what to do anyway <laughs> I get it he was trying to help but it wasn't helping I had a system this was in college when he said that it's like I know what I'm doing I've been doing this for years <laughs> but yeah he meant well um he wasn't buying zoom text for me at that point anyway so I don't really care my mum says he was probably like he probably gets paid extra. It's like on commission or something if he sells Zoom tech. So like, yeah, probably <laughs> trying to sell it. I don't blame him then in that case. But yeah, so in the, the last thing I think I'll talk about now, because I was going to kind of end it with like a bit of bullying and how I made friends and everything. But I think I'll talk about that in another one because I sometimes get a bit emotional about it. No, no, um, I do. Uh, <laughs> I still remember it, but... I think that's the thing about bullying is you do remember what they say to you and people like the bully who said it is probably completely forgotten but I will always remember what the bully said to me you know they'll always stay in my brain but anyway that's for another day and what I'm going to talk about now is 
what they should be doing versus what they do and this isn't to complain again this is just to more say I have a statement for a reason professionals have said that I need this to be able to access work so please do it (laughs) I don't know so obviously my statement doesn't really apply anymore because I'm out of education they're an educational thing so I actually don't have a statement anymore but when I did have a statement it said that I needed certain font sizes as we've already been over then it changed to font I think it actually still said font 36 but I then told all my teachers I don't need it in 36 22 will be fine I can see that fine 36 is like wow I can see that without even bothering to try 22 is like okay yeah I can see it it's it's not bad you know what I mean so um throughout high school teachers would still be blowing up work to a3 uh they wouldn't really send it to my lsa ahead of time the main reason i have an lsa or had an lsa is to get work prepared i mean towards the end of high school i had a lot of like mental health issues so i was quite glad that i had someone with me a lot of the time because i just just randomly start crying (sighs) gotta love a levels like that's not like even a joke i genuinely had like a mental breakdown during a level time which sucked but you know Uh, anyway (laughs) throughout like middle school and high school in middle school I don't think I even had an LSA I I don't think I may have not had one for one year but for the first year I think I may have had one for some lessons and I was like where's my LSA like this is literally in my statement (laughs) but I guess maybe they were short-staffed and I was just I drew the short straw you know, I struggled in middle school too, believe it or not. In high school was when I actually started getting an LSA full-time, and I started thriving, honestly. Um, another thing I will say is I'm pretty sure they automatically put me in the bottom set when I moved up to high school, and I don't know why. Other than the fact that I can't see, they probably thought I was an idiot, because that is like a common misconception with people with disabilities. People often think, oh, you must be stupid, believe it or not, they actually do. So, Yeah. Love proving them wrong. I soon moved up to the appropriate class, but you know, that's just how it is. But anyway, what they did in high school is they just send my LSA work either, like, actually, no, they would never send my LSA work ahead of time. My LSA would have to ask at the end of the other lesson, like, have you got any work for next lesson that I need to get ready? And the teacher was like, oh, yeah, I'll send it to you. And sometimes they just wouldn't. Or they'd go, oh, yeah, I've done it, don't worry. And my LSA would be like, oh, great, fantastic, you've actually done the work, that's fine, you know, I, I don't mind, I'm not complaining. It's my job, but, you know, if you've done it, I'm not going to complain. And they'd just whip out an A3 sheet and we'd all go, I can't see it. I can't see it. I, I just can't see. Sorry. <sighs> yeah, it's very frustrating. It's been really frustrating my whole life. Um, and, yeah in college my college tutor was like okay when I had my interview for college she was like right so what do you what accommodations do you need us to do because that was before because I had been out of education for a year I had to reissue my statement so they didn't have it straight away and everything and I didn't have like a handoff annual review which you normally would do but um so I was telling her while they were sorting that out like my paperwork out to get like a statement I was telling her it actually took a few months because I didn't have an LSA in college until about like the January maybe maybe the December and obviously started in the September so whatever college is kind of a different situation anyway and my college tutor was like okay what do you need me to do and I was thinking oh here we go you know I'll tell her and it just won't get done because I'm used to that 
and I was like, oh, you know, if you if we're doing a PowerPoint, maybe email it to me ahead of time so I can get it up on a laptop or something and watch, and like you know, like look at it on my laptop. Uh, paperwork, ideally in size twenty two. That would be nice. And yeah, it doesn't need to be on A three because I used to, I actually went yeah because lots of teachers would just blow it up, but it would be easier if it's size twenty two. And um, and yeah, maybe I just need to sit near the front of the class, and, that, and that's basically my accommodations. Obviously, not too bright and all that jazz. Like I can't have it too light. And the day I got there, everything was ready and it was fine. And the teacher was lovely. Oh, my tutor was so nice. And it was the bare minimum. The more I think about it, it's like she was just doing like what was required. I was always like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And she was like, that's okay. Like that's the work you need to do and I was like you see (laughs) it was a big moment because my high school never really did that and you know I'm very appreciative of my college for doing that as much I enjoyed college I I'm not in the well I'm not really in the industry that I studied in college but it was a very good course I really enjoyed it and my tutor was so nice and I still remember before we did we had to do customer service and one of the things we had to do was about working with people with disabilities and I was all like oh cool up my alley I got this and she actually asked me before the lesson she was like do you feel comfortable doing it and I was like oh, what oh, yeah that's fine you know I was like oh my gosh thank you so much um she was so nice honestly and and she was like oh yeah if, if you feel comfortable enough you can also share some insight and everything into your experiences and I was like okay um <laughs> don't mind if I do but yeah I thought that was very fun. I actually enjoyed that. Like, you know, we'd play the role of the customer and how you deal with that, like a customer that is hard of hearing or a customer that is blind or whatever. I nailed the role of the blind customer. I just want to put that out there. I nailed the role of the visually impaired customer. (laughs) I had so much experience. But, yeah, so in college they actually did do the work that was necessary and I totally appreciated that. in all honesty my college tutor was always just really nice and very helpful and she she wouldn't blow up to a3 she'd put it on 22 and then print it out and sometimes it'd be like we're not doing paperwork it's online and i was like oh yeah that's fine because obviously with covid and everything then i did get an lsa and she'd type up notes and she'd be on it too she'd be like i'll type up your notes and i'll send them straight to you and she did that day and it was like perfect thank you so much you know it was just like a better experience in terms of getting things ready for me but yeah in general college was just always very accommodating and my work I got a job for the summer last year and they were like super nice as well but I'll talk about employment another time probably the one thing I did want to talk about again the last thing I want to talk about is when it didn't really go to plan which a perfect example would be yesterday so as I mentioned earlier, I go to church, um, and I because I can't, okay. So in our church, we have a board that has the words on. So we will have like uh, the prayers and the responses and the creed and the song work, the song lyrics and the reading and all that, and any notes for the sermon or whatever. Um, our church actually pins itself to be quite inclusive. It's not. Okay, don't go. <laughs> it's not inclusive. Um, I like to consider myself an inclusive person. Um, 
my religion in in my head doesn't really have much of an attitude to my opinions on people other than to be loving and kind I don't sit there and go oh <laughs> you know you're going to hell I don't I don't think that about people you know I I I just think it's kind of weird to think that about anyone but I'm not going to get into too much detail about my religion I just want people to know because I know mentioning it people can kind of instantly feel a bit unsafe or whatever but I just wanted to say that I'm I'd like to consider myself a very open-minded inclusive person so just I don't want to say I am because that sounds really like I'm nice but um I'd like to consider myself that so anyway so at my <laughs> my grandparents not so much but me I'd like to consider myself very open-minded and all my churches are they're not the best but they like to pin themselves as quite inclusive unless you're divorced that's the thing that's another story uh, <laughs> oh god I love those but at my church they have the screen where they have all the words and I can't see it because my family sits at the back and I know we could move but we've sat at the back for my entire life like it's like us it's like our space you know but yeah so normally I would get given the a song sheet because the singing group because it's a singing group, not a choir, with like a band. They have a song, like the songs that we're singing. We normally sing about five songs, and that's great, whatever. And um, I would normally get given a song sheet, and it would normally be like the bog standard one that everyone else has, and uh, not everyone else is in, in the congregation, but everyone in the band has like the lyrics. They probably also have the music, that makes sense, but I get the just the lyrics, which is fine, because that's all I need. And I... Norm- I didn't get it when I was younger because I just didn't really care about singing. I was like, uh, my granny was like, just la la la. And I was like, yeah, I don't really care. Um, and now, well, not now, like a few years ago, I was like, no, I actually want to take part in the singing. I enjoy the singing. It's one of my favorite bits. I, I like listening to the music, whatever. And so can I have a song sheet? And my grandparents, my parents were like, oh yeah, can you, to like the band, the, the leader of the band, kind of like, Oh yeah, can you maybe put one extra one for my daughter who's registered blind? And they were like, okay, sure. And they did for a while, for a little while. And then they just kind of stopped. (laughs) They just stopped. But this was on my favourite service, which is the carol service. The carol service is my 100% favourite service in church, in the church year. Because it's i just i don't i love carols okay and because it's a carol service you do a lot more singing so i was like yes yes please um and i (laughs) went into the service expecting to see i say expecting because like i said sometimes it is literally just the bare minimum but i was kind of hoping to see the song sheet on my chair ready to start the service and i was like here we go my favorite service went in and there was nothing and my mum and my grandparents thought, okay, maybe he just hasn't given it to us yet. So my granny, I think, goes up and goes, oh no, he comes over to us and goes, sorry, didn't, ha- didn't do one. Like, just that nonchalant. And it's like, are you serious? <laughs> Everyone was like, oh. And he was like, yeah, sorry, I didn't, I didn't do one this time. But it's okay, I'm sure you know the words. I was like, no. Do you know all seven verses to Once in Royal David City? No, I don't either. So, is it seven or five? I think it's seven. 
<laughs> Whatever. Um, do you know all three verses to Silent Night? No, I sing I sing it once a year. Of course I don't know all the verses. Away in a manger is about the only one I know all the way through. But <laughs> I was like, this isn't fair. This is my favourite service. We only do this once a year. I was looking forward to this. And he was just like, oh, just sing the bits you know. And then just kind of left. And I was like, um, excuse me? And I started crying. I was 19 at the time and I started crying. And I was like... <gasps> because it was upsetting I felt so excluded I felt like they didn't care and this happens a lot to a lot of people but people don't really talk about it and uh, and it really made me feel like they didn't really care about me that I was a bit of inconvenience so one by one my family went and had a go at him which was quite funny to watch uh, my granny did my granddad did and they're like they've they are the people who have been at our church for the longest not that that's a title or anything, but they treat it like it's a title. They're like, oh yes, we've been here the longest. <laughs> um, my auntie did. She doesn't have a go any people, you know. She was like defending me and I was like, thank you so much. And my mum did. They all, they, every one of my family had a go at him. Because it wasn't necessarily the fact that he didn't do the song sheet. It was just the way he was like, oh well, sorry. No, it's not the same. I'm registered blind. I can't see it. Every so often, like, my granny would ask, oh, can you see that? Because it would be, like, a darker colour with a white background. And I'd be like, no. And she'd always be like, oh, wow. You know, trying to gauge my vision. And I'd be like, I, don't, I just can't read it, granny. <laughs> Fair enough, though. I, I see what she's doing, like, on the board and stuff. It's bad enough that I never got, like, the responses to the prayers or I, I or I didn't get the reading printed out for me. I didn't need the reading. Like, someone's literally reading it. But the prayer and stuff, when you join in, I have to learn off by heart. I, I've learnt like the creed and, and like the confession I've learnt them off by heart because no one else is going to give them to me I had to just learn them which was fine and you might be thinking oh can't you do that with the songs there's like 50-60 songs and we don't sing them very often no I can't do it with the songs it's nice to have the song sheet it's nice to feel included and it's not really the point is it it's about inclusivity and everything and they're not inclusive that day was a pretty sad day and I remember my auntie luckily was doing the projector at the time which was slightly closer to the screen so I sat with her and my cousin actually sat with me and was like it's okay <laughs> I was like thank you so much because you know my cousins have always known that I'm visually impaired it's not like it's been something we don't talk about I talk about it all the time but I guess it's just kind of sad seeing like an older person cry <laughs> I don't know maybe they're like oh my goodness she's crying but I sat next to my auntie, which was quite near the screen, and I could kind of see it if I squinted. And, and I know what you're thinking, oh, why can't you just sit there all the time? And I'm like, again, that's not the point. The point is they should be doing that to help me feel included, not just go sit there instead. Because my fam none of my family do the projector anymore, so like it's not, it's not the same. And... I remember, because the band is like near the projector, so I was just giving them the evils the whole time. Well, not the whole band, just that one guy. I was like... I was just like staring at him. I think he got the hint. Um, he didn't apologise afterwards. He kind of apologised to my family, because they were the ones who had to go at him. I don't really care. It would have been awkward if he'd apologised to me anyway. I don't really know. 
but the vicar then came over at the end because this bear in mind this little thing the vicar didn't know the vicar doesn't know me he didn't know me at the time we were in an interregnum for a really long time which is why you don't have a vicar he'd literally just started at our church he didn't know because we had the system worked out it was just that one time they forgot so i'm not blaming him at all it's not his fault he's a nice guy <laughs> they were he was like oh my goodness i'm so sorry i didn't i didn't realize i was like that's okay you're new i wasn't expecting you to know it off the bat and he was like right what we're going to do is going to put so and so on an email list we'll get we'll make sure it's this size what size do you need do you need it on a certain color paper he was like really nice he is really nice and you know he was like it's okay i'm, I'm so sorry this happened and like he had a go at him as well <laughs> it's hilarious um and i was like thank you so much thank you so much and you know and he was like yeah we'll get this sorted and they did and they even were like right what we'll do is we'll print the songs like on the songs <laughs> no i said it like that we'll print the songs on one like one piece of paper at a time so then when we do the same song we can just like get the same piece of paper so we need to keep reprinting it and i was like well sounds fine yeah good whatever whoever organizes that but guess who we put in charge to organize that the guy who's kept forgetting to do my song sheets it's just ah uh, anyway uh, this was in 2019 and obviously 2020 happened and I stopped going to church for like a year because COVID. Uh, we didn't really want to go to church because of that and the church was closed for most of it anyway. It wasn't until about the, the beginning of no November 2021. Oh my goodness it was such a long time. Whoa. Sorry I just figured that out. It wasn't until about November where we actually started going again. And my granny was like, don't worry, when you go back, we'll, because they had, they, my grandparents are quite well connected within the church. So they had like people's phone numbers and stuff. And they were like, right, just tell us when you're coming back and we'll get the, make sure that they've got the song sheet for you. And we we're like, thanks granny, we'll do. And they were like, right, Rebecca's coming back this week. She needs a song sheet. And they're like, okay. And I got one, yay. Until last week, uh, last week as in yesterday. Yesterday, I went into church, and I sat down with my parent, well, my mum and my sister. And my granny wasn't there, because she wasn't very well. And um, normally, she gets a song sheet as well, because she's got some like problems with her eyes. So she's getting surgery, while she's getting like her eyes sorted, she has a song sheet too, because she can't see the board either. And so they do two song sheets now. They didn't do one yesterday. They didn't even do one. But bear in mind, my sister <laughs> may have like let slip to... Um, her friend at the church that we weren't going to be there and she's in the singing group but i don't think she said anything she didn't say anything to the guy who does it um and even if she did my granny would have still been there so they would have still at least done one for her uh at the beginning like when we got there we get there about 20 minutes before the service starts normally we go in we sit down and then normally they come over and go, here you go. Me with my social anxiety is not about to go up there and go, excuse me, have you got my song sheet? <laughs> um, yeah, no. And I was kind of sat there and I was thinking, okay, it's been a while. I can see him kind of looking for pieces of paper. We'd be like, oh, has he got the song sheet or no? Okay. He'd like pick bits of paper up and put things down. And we were like, no, that's not my song sheet. My mum was like watching him like, no, that's not it. He just didn't come over. 
he didn't come over and apologize he didn't come over and say oh i didn't do i'm so sorry i didn't realize you were coming or something he, d- he didn't say anything he just didn't acknowledge my existence for that whole day and so i didn't stand up for any of the songs i thought screw it i'm not joining in <laughs> and i know that's a bit petty but um i didn't care <laughs> i just sat down with my arms folded for the songs i was like i'm not joining in sorry I had my mask on, so you couldn't see me like mouthing the words under my breath because I don't know the words. I don't know the words, okay, for a lot of the songs. But we happened to be singing some of my favourite songs that day, yesterday, <laughs> and I was like, I wanna, I wanna sing along. I love this song, but I just forgotten all the words. <laughs> but yeah, I, all the songs we sang yesterday, I liked, and we didn't do. Not even a, not not even an apology. I'm kind of used to it now, but. It's really annoying. Luckily, my grandparents weren't there because they would have shouted at him probably, and because it really upset me. Again, I was crying. I know it's I know it's much. I know it's a bit much, and I'm not trying to sound entitled or anything. But helping someone feel included is the bare minimum you can do. And honestly, even the song sheets they printed out weren't in the ideal font size. But I took it because they weren't going to do anything else for me. So I was like, oh, I'll take that then. Thanks. And that was that was that but then they just sort of stopped and it's it's kind of disheartening the, the funny part is in the service we were talking about good news and bad news and i felt like going yeah i've got some bad news anyway uh, if they keep doing it i'm just gonna stop going to be honest my mum is going to ring my granny tomorrow because she always rings her on a tuesday and tell her that i wasn't given a song sheet and my granny and granddad are gonna be so angry and it's gonna be hilarious because they're going to have a go at the church. Again. Again. Because they do this all the time. <sighs> anyway. One thing I will say, and I'm not complaining. I think this is an interesting thing. I don't want people to think I'm moaning. But. Oh my god, I've nearly been talking for an hour. This is going to be a long This is going to be a long one. Uh, is in. A long time ago. Before COVID. They had another visitor come to church and he had a guide dog he was super nice he was a nice guy nothing wrong with him he was a nice guy um the second he walked in they were all like oh my god hello are you okay do you want us to help you which is kind of annoying in a way because it was kind of a patronizing are you okay i think i'd be a bit uncomfortable with the way they were talking if they were talking to me but he didn't seem uncomfortable um whatever and he was like oh can i have a song sheet you know can i have the words straight away like that they get him a song sheet every week and they printed it on yellow paper just for him because that was easier for him to see did they ask me if it was easier for me to see no but did all my song sheets then come on yellow paper yes because it was easier because that's what he had yellow paper is not easier for me to see by the way it's actually slightly harder but they didn't ask because they don't care um but yeah that there's nothing wrong with the guy he doesn't come to our church anymore but he was a really nice guy and every week without fail he'd get a song sheet i was always hit and miss so yeah (sighs) it's a bit sad really when i think about it it's kind of annoying i would name and shame and everything but i if i tell you then you'll kind of know where i am and i'm trying to have this air of mystery as to my location i don't want people hunting me down i'll be a bit creepy so yeah um that's all i really wanted to say today so i have other stuff on my notes once again that i didn't mention so one day i'm gonna have to just do a 
let me finish off my notes section um, thing. But I wanted to say thank you for listening and I hope you're having a good day or whatever the time it is, um, wherever you are. I will hopefully do another one <laughs> where I talk a bit more in depth. And yeah, I hope this has shedded some light on what my school life is like. What was like, I'm not in school anymore. And yeah, and the kind of challenges you can have as a parent of a child with a disability or a visual impairment more specifically. The fact that the school just doesn't listen half the time. Most schools are like that, believe it or not. It's a bit awkward for them, I think. But anyway, (laughs) let's just thank you so much for listening. And I will see you next time. Well, I won't see you next time. I'll talk to you next time. Because it's a podcast. Bye!